This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. What's that movie with Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson? Oh, anger management. Anger management. Yeah. Where is the, the, the like with the ball? Was it Foos Kuzba? Kuz Kuzfraba. Uh, <laughs> and he's just Kusfraba. trying to because this is the guy that's like he's just trying to calm down because he's like really you know yeah he teaches them a technique yeah, to, to say down, to say down. this like word Kuzfraba and calm him down. This is a good one. I got some good stuff for you today. Um, had a conversation with the communications person at Flagstaff Unified School District. It went rather well. <laughs> I will tell you all about it. You know, this show that's, what are we, what are we, seven years? Yeah, we're, closing we're, it on the end of seven years. Closing, we're entering, soon to enter our eighth year in production here. Uh, you know, I, I think we've figured some things out along the way. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think we talked to, and I'm, I'm, I'm honored to do this every day. And, and, you know, I'm amazed that people have stuck around with me for almost eight <laughs> years. And you're listening. We, we, we bring local news, state news, national news. We'll bring you congressmen, senators, congressmen, women, international authors. And we've had billionaires on the show. We've had senators. We've had governors. We've had, uh, you, you name it. You know, we've, we, how much have we talked about? How many thousands of people have we interviewed over the years? How many hundreds and if not thousands, but thousands of local and statewide stories have we brought you? I think we're, we're kind of media, <laughs> right? I, I think we're worthy of a press release. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you why. I, I guess I'm as of right now. We'll see if we get an update here from uh, the fine folks at the Flagstaff Unified School District. I, I, I'm not worthy of media press releases, apparently. Right. I'll give you all the details. Yeah. Plus, elk are more important than kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about wildlife corridors. Let's talk about no more bus service for some kids in the Flagstaff Unified School District, which got me on this whole thing to begin with. Uh, let's talk about free stuff if you're on food stamps. And the if you give a moose a muffin, keeps expanding. You yeah, know that it's story? it's not just food anymore. With everything. Everybody gets a car. Right? Wasn't that Oprah show? Yeah. You get a car. You get a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except I didn't yeah. get a car. Yeah. You get a car? Holy crap. Anyway, I'd love to hear from you. I do welcome all of you, and I thank all of you for listening to us for you know nearly eight years now. And love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Angela's here. to. She already took a picture of me with my new cup. What's this thing say? Uh, I'm sorry. Did I offend you with my common sense? <laughs> and me mm, with, the, my, with my teeth clenched. I had clenched. to bring a calming presence to the no, there room no, here. There ain't no calming presence here today. Um, I got a lot to share with you, though, and I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And I'll, I love all of our great sponsors. I appreciate them being with us many for nearly as long as we've been doing this show. And They've stuck with us, and um, um, I, I really do appreciate them. I appreciate Kelly Broadus, who um, we've rescheduled to next week to get a full real estate market update, and um, and then she's going to do a special show over Christmas with us about looking forward to and looking ahead to 2024 and what she sees coming with the real estate market. Look, Kelly has a full team around her. Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP, who has the knowledge, and they're just driven – 
a united purpose, purpose of helping buyers and sellers invest in the homes of their dreams. She does it time and time again. She gets top dollar just so many times where it's like, hey, sold it in one week for top dollar. She puts the time and effort into it. She puts the passion into it. If I was selling a home, if Angela was selling a home, are you selling a home? No. But sometimes. Not right now, but <laughs> I mean, sometimes you want to, don't you? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But we, we, hey. Okay. I'm not going to mix my commentary with my, my sponsor here, but we do pay quite a bit in property taxes, half of which goes to Flagstaff Unified School District. Where our kids do not go. Where our kids do not go. <sighs> I get no service. And we can't get any I can't info get a either. press release. <laughs> anyway, Kelly Broadus does a great job of selling those homes. Call her up, see what she can do for you. She does. She, she'll, she'll take care of you like she's taking care of so many clients throughout Northern Arizona, especially the Flagstaff area. 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Or go get an instant valuation on your home at northernarizonafinehomes.com. Okay, so what set me off this morning is I usually sit there and scroll through media sources. There are media sources out there. I think we're one of them. We do have a website and everything. Yeah. (laughs) What was that one movie with the mob? You got a website. He's got a website and everything. Yeah. Oh wow, bigger. He's got email legit. and everything. <laughs> We're legit now. We got a website. Talkwithjeff.com. And we got an article up there about the Flagstaff Unified School District discontinuing bus service for many kids uh, throughout in the, the city. Flagstaff area. In the city. In the city limits. Yeah. So the Flagstaff Unified School District. So I, here, here's the I read I read an article and I, I read some information and people started murmuring about this because apparently a uh, email went out to uh, families mm-hmm. that are going to be impacted by this decision to discontinue bus service for high school students in the city of Flagstaff. You know, those yellow, you know, Kamala Harris. I love the yellow bus. I love the yellow <laughs> bus. Right, those yeah. yellow buses. We love the yellow yeah. bus. Well, I guess we don't love the yellow bus much anymore <laughs> because we're discontinuing it. So I called the Flagstaff Unified School District and I called their um, director of communications and public relations for Flagstaff Unified School District Number One. And um, real nice. He was real nice in the the, the initial conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, he, I said, "Why well, I, I hear rumblings." that FUSD is going to discontinue bus service. Can you give me some details on this? And he did. He was very um, cooperative Mm -hmm. and informative. And he said an email went out yesterday to those families that are going to be impacted. So, okay, can you send me that email? Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And he did. Mm -hmm. Like within about five minutes. So I was like, oh, this guy's good. I, I was actually thinking, well, to go on and talk about this and i'm gonna be like yeah because you know i've had challenges with fusd we, we used to go there mm-hmm. you know we had all kinds of issues and our kids don't go in there anymore and i was like i was like thinking to myself well when i talk about this i gotta remember to say hey this guy was really nice did a good job yeah, helpful and you know yeah so let's 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 start from there it's here's the press release the flagstaff unified school district received direction from the arizona department of public safety DPS, that our middle school and high school bus routes must only be loaded with two passengers per seat to comply with the Department of Transportation Safety regulations. In order to meet this requirement, promote safety for our students and improve transportation services for eligible students with the staffing and resources available, FUSD must make the following changes to bus routes effective January 4th, 2024. I assume that's the first day after Christmas vacation. 
Hmm. Yeah, I thought we I came back on the second. The second, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. So they say January 4th, so we'll go with that. They're going to, first bullet point, discontinue transportation for middle and high school students attending out-of-boundary schools or magnet programs. So there are a lot of kids in Flagstaff that on the west side, and they decide to go to school on the east side. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're all over the place, mm-hmm. right? It's an open, is it just Flagstaff or is it the whole state where you can do open enrollment? I don't I, know, but no, I, know, I, don't know. I know Flagstaff can do that. So we know people that are like in, um, what's that place across town in West Flag in that, that neighborhood? Yeah, like Ponderosa. Ponderosa Trail. Yeah. yeah, over there. And they're like coming over to a school that's like in, in the Green Law area, let's say, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, East Flagstaff and vice versa, right? People are just all over the place. Busy bees buzzing around, right? So, okay. I guess I can get that, right? I mean, it's like, hey, you decide yeah, to go to I a different school. That, I, I, I didn't even know the head bus service. I thought that anyone who brought their kid or wanted their kid to go to the out of boundary school had to provide the transportation. I didn't know the yeah. buses were doing I didn't know, that. Yeah, me either. But so maybe they've changed. It maybe they've changed it. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. That one's anyway, like to ch- me. That one's like okay. You decide to do that. I get so that. drive your yeah. kids across. Yeah. Time. Okay. Second bullet point here from Flagstaff Unified School District that went out December six. They are also going to discontinue transportation for all high school students. Who live within the Flagstaff city limits. Let me repeat that. Discontinue transportation for all high school students who live within the Flagstaff city limits. So not just if you're out of the boundary of, you know, like you live downtown, but you want to go to Coconino yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's anyone in high school. You live downtown. In the city. You live downtown Flagstaff on Agassiz Street. Oh, wait, we, we don't have that street anymore. No, no, no. It was renamed. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. God, I just... I'm so politically incorrect. I can see why I don't get press releases yeah. because how could I say Agassiz Street? Remember that? Yeah. No, 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 no. History is gone. Agassiz Street's gone. Anyway, if you lived on the street formerly known as, as Agassiz Street and you say you're going to Flag High and you have a bus, I assume there's bus service there, but wherever, within the boundaries of the city of Flagstaff, what FUSD is saying that as of January 4th, 2024, you don't get bus service as a high school student. So you you're... Walking, biking, teleporting, you know, and Star the Trek. reason they give for that is because the buses have too many kids on it that there's more than two per seat. Yes. And they can't and a, operate that way. And A dot is now DPS is now requiring that you can't be more than two kids per seat. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't quite understand. I don't know if I ever will because I'm not sure if we'll get somebody from FUSD on. Uh, because if you have three kids per seat, doesn't that mean you have a massive demand for busing? Exactly. So what is the solution for too many kids on the bus? And, you know, we don't have, we, we're just overflowing. Eh, no more bus. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> You're gone. Right. You yeah, know, there's yeah. so many kids needing to ride the bus. Let's just stop. <laughs> we're just going to stop taking them. We just, we're yeah. just not going to pick them up anymore. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I guess I, 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 I also, when I, talked to um the what, what did i say he was communications, communications and public relations public relations person with fusd he i asked him if this is also a labor issue something to that effect because i had heard for the years drivers. now that they could not hire enough drivers and right. i think that's a pretty well-known fact it's not just the school bus driving industry it's yeah. everybody out uh-huh. there you all know this there's labor shortages still after all these years after after the COVID hysterics that they can't find enough bus drivers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe, and I'm just assuming here, this is not what he said or anything that's said here, maybe 
if they're cramming three kids in per seat for like elementary and middle school, it's like now we've got to go to two and we need more buses for those. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a press release supposedly coming out tomorrow, December 8th, which we may or may not get. And I'll get to that. Um, that's supposed to clarify this more. That would be my guess, but that's just a, a guess okay. at this point. So maybe you cobble all that together and, hey, we don't got enough buses. You're in high school. A certain amount of high school kids have cars. Mm-hmm. Of course, I thought cars were bad, and we were trying to bus and train everybody all over the place. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna—you're just—you're on your own. So again, what FUSD is is saying, and this is kind of a first. I haven't heard of this happening in you know big school district like Flagstaff. And we just had a uh, Brian uh, Wolcott on from the Dewey Humboldt School District, which is also a big school district mm-hmm. in Prescott Valley area. Um, I guess I'll have to get a follow up with her and say, are you guys getting rid of your buses too? Yeah. You know, because yeah. uh, uh, yeah. you must have the same situations as far as employment and. Two right. per seat yeah. versus three per seat, right? Right. So I don't know. Maybe it's going to start happening everywhere. Maybe, maybe, maybe Kamala's little yell buses are just going to generally disappear. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, they're discontinuing that bus service again. Uh, if you got a kid in the Flagstaff Unified School District in high school, in high school, once again, they say uh, all high school students who live within the Flagstaff city limits will have to find their own transportation. Uh, they're supposedly working out something. Mountain line transit bus passes for the 2024 spring semester will be purchased by the school district for these students upon request. What? Okay, is that bus? Because we, we were recently talking about the mountain line system and how they were spending $12.5 million for a new transfer station in uh, downtown. downtown Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. And we're like, most of these buses are empty. Well, maybe they won't be now. I know, maybe. But how do the kids get? They got to get to the bus station. Still, there, you know, the the school bus tends to stop every so often in neighborhoods and this and that. Yeah, that's that's going to change now. Kids outside, Donny Park, Baderville Parks, Belmont Mountaineer, Kachina Village, uh, Cameron Loop, um, they're still going to have transportation. Might Mm -hmm. I make a suggestion here? This would be the um, the the pundit opinion side of of the show, right? Mm -hmm. There, you just got the news and the media release from me now let me give you my opinion maybe the dang school district's too big maybe there should be another school district in cameron and loop maybe even the people outside of flagstaff Donny park should have their own school district maybe this behemoth's gotten too dang big and right well they can't accommodate they can't they, they, they can't they, accommodate they, the area yeah, they can't they can't let kids ride the bus anymore. Yeah, you can't even get the kids there. Maybe your school district too big. Maybe you got to break this thing up into smaller parts. Donny Park gets a school district. Maybe there's a little school district in Kachina Village. Why does everything have to be so dang big that it requires a fleet of buses in the first place? Right. Yeah. And all these administrators to oversee it and do their you know supposed job and then not do their job. Okay, so that's part one. Yeah, I think right. we delivered the information there. Right, yeah. As a... Uh, talk show that also deals with news and information mm-hmm. and fact and opinion. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, and also <laughs> I was telling you this morning that I had pulled up an article from August back at the beginning of the school year that they had already cut some of the bus routes from Mormon Lake and I don't know where else. And, and I can't they, believe that there's people from yeah, that far they would out. Go out to Mormon Lake every day and <sighs> pick up the kids there and That's... bring them in. And I, I mean, I get that, um, but instead, uh, so they've cut the roots there. So the family was in this Mormon an article? So, sorry, was this an article you were reading? Yeah, in Daily Sun. Okay, from when? From August. August of this, this year. year. Okay, yeah. all right, not so too long ago. The families that live in Mormon Lake are on their own to get their kids to the Lake Mary store bus stop. Sorry about that. And 
what they've done is they're compensating the parents. They're paying the parents for their gas money and for their time to drive their kids in instead of sending the bus out there, which I get that. But in this article, uh, one of the parents was saying he gets like 260 something dollars per week. (laughs) Wow. In other words, around maybe over a thousand dollars a month. To get to, the, compensate to compensate for the, the bus not coming out there anymore, Whew. and that that's just one. That's probably cheaper than the bus actually coming out. But the fact that it's that you know, again, I go back to these. To, in my opinion, these school districts have just gotten way too big. Mm-hmm. And why isn't there? When we're talking, we've come up with the number in the past of thirteen thousand dollars per kid is about what it's costing the state mm-hmm. for the public schools. You're, per year, yeah. If you if you if you do the ESA or the um, tax credits and you go to private school, it's seven thousand, mm-hmm. you know, or eight thousand or something like that. But thirteen thousand per head per kid per year. I mean, is there? You're saying there's six kids there that are taking. That's the what bus. the article said. There's probably others where their parents are driving them in. There may be others that are doing homeschooling that just don't want to do that drive. Had you just let's let's just assume, and again, I'm assuming here there's ten kids there in that area that are going to school, it's $130,000 a year that could be diverted for them to get maybe their own little schoolhouse in a, a little, you know, local school. And I bet mm-hmm. you there's more than 10 kids in the yeah. area, especially if you cobble it with um, what's up the road there. Um, Happy Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all those rural areas. Could you have a little school out there that, that rather than busting them all the way into flag and dealing with the behemoth there. All right. I, I got more to this because I, I need to tell you what happened on the second phone call with the communications and media person from uh, Flagstaff Unified School District. This one, this one's mind-numbing. I'm still just kind of reeling on it and just like, really? Did that just happen? <laughs> Did, was, was I actually told that? And I'll get to that here in just a second. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, if you're thinking about refinancing your home, you got to call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Nova's the largest privately owned mortgage lender in Arizona. They can act like a bank. They can act like a broker. They can find the best programs out there for you. Angela and I know because we actually did a refinance on an investment property, um, an Aplex, actually, they, they did the refinance on. We pay pretty good property taxes on that one, too, that half of it goes to oh, the Flagstaff yeah. Unified School District. Yeah, we pay we a should lot. get those figures. <laughs> anyway, um, we did that refinance, and Kim Dawson did an awesome job. I want to tell you about something else, too, and this might be something you want to call Kim to have a one-on-one conversation with. The credit card rates have gone way up. We're talking 25, 30 plus percent. If you are in a position where you, you, you're in a home, you've been there for multiple years, maybe you got a mortgage on that and you got a bunch of credit card debt, why don't you talk to her about maybe consolidating that all into, into one? I don't know what the current interest rates are, but let's say it's 8% and you're paying 30% on credit cards. may make sense to make some changes and look at that long term. Call Kim Dawson. Here's her number. 928-310-6458-928-310-6458 or go to NovaHomeLoans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087, BK number 090242, Equal Housing Opportunity, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Wait for this one. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show.
Last year, I think it was last year, maybe the past couple of years, we've been switching over to Allstate mm-hmm. Agency, Eric Boatner, Eric and Lisa Boatner. Um, they've done an excellent job. We have, I, I know because I get emails from you that you've seen massive increases on your insurance policies. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to save money. I don't know the exact figure, but it was a substantial amount by switching to Eric Boatner Allstate Agency. I think you did our homeowners, our auto. Um, we don't have a motorcycle, but I bet you we would have saved on that. They do RV off-road vehicles, which we do have boat, which thankfully we don't have business owners, life insurance, you name it. Eric Boatner, all state agency takes care of all of that. Give them a call. See what they can do for you. Great customer service there at, at, um, all state agency, 928-774-8722, We'll share part two of this story, but I want to allow enough time and we only got about three minutes here. And this is the second call I got when I got a call back from Flagstaff Unified School District, the communications person. And my mind is just shattered from this still. So stick around for that. The other thing we want to cover here, though, is there is a push. This is transportation related as well to revive the Amtrak train that ran from Tucson to Phoenix. I didn't even know this thing ever existed. Did yeah, you? I know there's a train <laughs> line because there's a new travel on I-10 that you from oh, there's Phoenix a train line. to it's, Tucson. Yeah, there's definitely rail. It's a commercial. There. It's right. a commercial. Yeah. I, I don't think it's BNSF down there. It's Southern. I don't yeah. want to say what it is because I'm not sure. But it's the you see them all the time. They're shipping yeah. tons of goods mm-hmm. on that Southern route, and it connects up uh, through Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Apparently, 30-plus years ago, they discontinued the Amtrak route. That went from Tucson to uh, to Phoenix. And I say good riddance. Mm-hmm. They want to bring this thing back at a cost of, I don't know, it's like millions of dollars to, to get it all set up and study it and this and that. But then Amtrak is heavily, heavily subsidized. Uh, the numbers are just staggering. Even the so-called profitable route, which is, I, I told you where it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have to look it up. And then I did look it up to confirm. It's that Washington, D.C. to New York City route. Yeah. Because, yeah. I'm in DC and pop on for a few hours and I'm done. Mm -hmm. You know, I can take the subway to the train station and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Even that so-called profitable route is short, like tens of billions of dollars in uh, deferred uh, maintenance and infrastructure maintenance. So Mm -hmm. you can't really count that as profitable either. either. These routes that go like from Flagstaff to, was it, does it go to Chicago? There's Flagstaff to Chicago and other places. It's sparse, man. It's like, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Like you're not driving from, you're not driving a train from Flagstaff to Chicago though, for a matter of convenience, because you know, it's like a couple of days later or yeah. something. You can hop on a plane, you can buy drive quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's not something that it, it's more nostalgic. It's more like I want to see, and I wouldn't mind doing that route just to kind of say, Oh, I drove the train and mm-hmm. you know, but if you're going to get the sleeper car and do all that stuff, it's, it's quite a bit more expensive than just hopping on a plane. Yeah. So they want yeah. to revive the southern route in in southern Arizona that wasn't profitable 30 years ago that ain't going to be profitable no, now. No. And some of the politicians including who's that congressman um uh was that Stanton former mayor of Phoenix yeah. and the mayor of Phoenix guy I go, right? 
Um, they are, they're all like, wow, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. We're getting, oh, yeah. we're getting this the train back. But ever. they totally contradict themselves when it comes to their environmental, because of yeah. course it's saving the world that we're all driving on this train. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like all the empty buses you see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're really saving a lot there. Uh, so we'll get to that here in just a little bit. Plus let me, let me come back and tell you part two of my story with the Flagstaff Unified School District. Uh, hey, uh, it is, uh, sliders sliders day at sportsman's bar and grill mm-hmm. sounds good just north of downtown flagstaff right there in the bash shopping center up there by the hospital got a hospital story for you in a little bit as well um great sliders you get a couple sliders every day they have a great special at sportsman's bar and grill um for lunch and for dinner they carry them all the way through they got their four dollar menu so you can always get something um on there i love their pozzoli i love their wings don't forget about wing wednesday next week half price wings uh philly cheese you name it Great food at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. All the TVs for all your sports action. Uh, plus, you can get a great drink special as well. Head on up to Sportsman's Bar and Grill, just north of downtown Flagstaff. Hang tight. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Angela here with me today. Don't forget to send an email talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let me refresh you here if you're just joining us. We're talking about um, the Flagstaff Unified School District getting rid of those yellow buses. Uh, for high schoolers, at least within the city city limits, mm-hmm. uh, they say they're going to. I got it up at talkwithjeff.com If you want to read, uh, I wouldn't call it a press release because apparently I can't get a press release from them anymore, and I haven't for a long time. It used to be on their list, mm-hmm. but you know, like a Cuban dictatorship, once you speak badly of the way things are being run in the public uh, arena with your tax dollars, you are removed from that list mysteriously. And I didn't yeah. even think, I didn't even want to get on the list again. I was just like, because I really don't cover them much because I don't have kids there. Yeah. I, look, I know we have lots of listeners who have kids in the public schools. And like I said earlier, we had one of the board members from um, uh, Dewey Humboldt. Ma- mm-hmm. Imagine getting a board member in Flagstaff. Oh, I know. FUSD, yeah. But do it humble. We had Brianne Wolcott talking about her uh, new push to get a parental notification system going. So if your kids start going to talk to the counselors and stuff and they're like, yeah, I think I'm, you know, like, like, let's say I was a kid and I go to the council. I go to Angela and I say, yeah, I think I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. Right, and they keep coming in. I'm to, I think it's time. I think I need drugs and, you know, maybe some surgery and this and that. It's like she wants to get. And they're going through legal review on all this stuff. She wants to, to get it so, like, the parents are informed that, yeah, you know, little Jeff is having some questions here. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe since you're the parent. It's time to. It's time to, you know. Address communicate. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there is. I'm glad that there's people like her out there because the moms were activated during COVID because we learned how crazy some of these school districts are, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm really glad that that's happening. So, um yeah, the, the school districts, you know, there, there's good things happening, but then there's also bad things happening. I, I think getting rid of the buses, it's, it's going to be a challenge for a lot of families. You may oh, be one sure. of them. I, I was mean, telling you this morning that I, when I was in high school, I rode the bus and my parents were gone. They were at work. I mean, I, yeah, I, there too. was yeah. no option for a ride to I didn't school. even see my parents until I was like nine. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm just I mean, kidding, I mom just, and dad. I would have been one of those kids <laughs> with, uh, I don't know how I'm going to get to school now. Yeah, yeah. I guess hitchhike. Or, I mean, maybe the city bus, I guess. Yeah, but those, yeah. even back then, they were pretty non-existent. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. especially up here. But anyway, so the, I got an email from the Director of Communications and Public Relations with Flagstaff Unified School District Number 1. Had a really good conversation with him. He's just answered his phone. He's really friendly, giving me all the information on this move to, by January 4th, get rid of buses for high school students within the Flagstaff city limits. And so he's like, I'll send you this email that we sent out to the parents on December 6th. And I was like, great, I got it. I read some of it for you. got it up there at talkwithjeff.com as well. And then uh, he's like, email me that you got it. And I was about ready to email him. And I... um got a little sidetracked because I was doing our own little press release and um, I get a call. He calls me back. I was like, okay, let me, let me get this real quick and figure out what's going on. And so we start having a, a conversation. So let me give you the gist of the, of the, of the conversation here um, that I had with the, the communications person. Um, you know, he, he basically offers, he asked me if I'm, I'm media, right? I guess he didn't know who I am to show it and all that stuff. Which is fine, right. but he is a communications. Or he did, and he was just wanted to. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to assume anything. I'm, yeah. Uh, and I took notes, you know, while we were talking, and I quickly wrote them down. And um, basically asked me if I'm media, and he offers to put me on the press release um, list. list. And I, I, I get these from many, many different organizations. Coconino County is great. Mm -hmm. The county sends me, I get those all the time. Uh, City of Flagstaff, I used to, I don't anymore. FGSD, I used to, but I don't anymore. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I've, I've spent seven years or going into eight years really watching these people. And I think sometimes you got to grind on them and what they're doing. You have to question I mean, them sometimes. Yeah, that's the job of the media. It's yeah. supposed to be the job. Yeah. And independent media is doing that more than anybody else in the I don't even call them the mainstream media anymore. I call it the legacy media. If CNN had called uh, this guy and said, hey, let me get on your press release. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah CNN, MSNBC. Ooh, yeah. I'm on the press release of MSNBC. Fox News. Oh. Ooh. Jeff Overshow. Ooh. Ooh. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah. We can't do that. But I would argue that CNN and MSNBC and places like that, you know, are some of the most biased organizations yeah. out there. Yeah. I know. Nowadays, everybody's biased. You know, it's just. Who isn't? <laughs> you right? can. Yeah. I read every article. I'm like, oh, I can see that. And I had a couple article examples today I want to get to from different media uh, sources that I'm like, where's the rest of the story? Where's the big question about, oh, how much does this cost? Yeah. Is this yeah. a good thing? No, it's just like, roses. We're going to train from Phoenix to Tucson. <laughs> yeah. Cue up the unicorns prancing by. <laughs> you know, ask the question, how much does this cost? Is this worth it? Would it be cheaper yeah. to buy everybody a car? Yeah. You know, those are the kind of things we ask. So anyway, he asked me if I'm in the media. And I say, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, the Jeff Orvich show streams on talkwithjeff.com. We're podcasts all over the place. Uh, we're entering in, our, you know, I said, I've been doing this for seven years. I have local people on statewide, national, international. I can't even give them the quick, mm -hmm. you know, I guess bio sales pitch mm -hmm. of, you know, we, we cover local news. We do local talk, uh, you know, opinion and all that. Um, so he's like, I get you on a media list. But then he wanted to, he asked me the, the station again. And you know, what, what format are we like? What, what type of programming? And that's when I said, you know, we're on the station. We're in, you know, 97, one, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, well, what type of format? And he actually asked me my, my political leanings. He actually asked, you know, is this, is, is this a, um, 
again, paraphrasing, is, is this a, a, an organization that's, you know, the media that's bringing unbiased news? And I was like, well, does anybody do that yeah. anymore? You know, I mean, you know, and he's like, well, you know, places like, uh, and he named a competitor in the Flagstaff market. And I was like, well, okay. I, I, they had a talk show too, though. And there was plenty of media bias there. Mm-hmm. I said, most of these places, they bring in opinion people and have media bias, right? And I said straight up, I'm, I'm going to be straight with somebody. I said, I'm a conservative talk show host. I said, but we cover local, state, and national stuff. And he asked me specifically if it's partisan. I said, yeah, it's, 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 it's partisan. But we also cover news, you know, opinion, and, and bring in guests. And, you know, I've had on last, you know, last week or two, we had on Congressman Eli Crane. Yeah, you know, I started naming mm-hmm. some of the guests. I'm like, yeah. He, he told me basically that we only send, we only add so-called media to the media press release who are nonpartisan. And he specifically named a competing station in the flag, Flagstaff market. And I just kind of laughed. I was like, okay, that's fine. And he named the local newspaper. Now, I used to get the press releases. I don't anymore because I've been quite critical of COVID policy that happened at FUSD, uh, the DEI stuff, mm-hmm. you name it. Um, and that's my job. That's my job yeah. here every day. Yeah. I was, what am I doing here, yeah. right? Why? What am, what am I, sounding board for um, uh, uh, government organizations like FUSD to just put out their rosy press releases and not question it? Mm-hmm. That's just absurd. So I mentioned that these other stations, they have plenty of biased stuff. I even mentioned NPR. Mm-hmm. I said, are you serious? Have you listened to NPR? I said, the reality is you like the lean that they're doing. That was my opinion. That's mm-hmm. why they're getting the press release. Perhaps you don't want my pre- – he, he, he said that uh, the, 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 the previous offer that he called me to tell me he was going to add me to the press release, press release list, the media press release list, was rescinded. It was rescinded because I'd let them know that I'm a conservative talk show host on 97.1 The Big Talker, which has all kinds of national talk show syndicates, uh, you know, on there like Mm -hmm. Glenn Beck and Mark Levin Mm -hmm. and Sean Hannity. You know, you name the list, right? Mm -hmm. Removed from the list, even though I'm a taxpaying resident of the city of Flagstaff and probably close to half my taxes goes to FUSD to pay for his salary. And all your listeners. I'm, I was getting to yeah. that. And so many thousands of listeners have kids in this school district. And, I'm, and I said that. He said he wouldn't put me on the media press release because it's f- only for those types of outlets. You know, those, mm-hmm. the unbiased media outlets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a, I was just, I was almost laughing. Yeah. I, I was almost laughing. I, I told him, I said, don't my listeners, many of whom kids live in FUSD, deserve to hear this information. And he basically said, I, I, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm being recorded. I'm not saying anything else. You can send me an email. I can't get on the press release, according to him, and I'll look for a follow-up to that from them because of what we stand for and because of our political leanings. Wow, I'm, this is amazing. This yeah, is amazing. This is, I don't understand I, why that has anything to do with it. Is that, do I smell the First Amendment? Yeah. Of the Constitution? Is that, where, where'd that go? I can't get information from these people, but they're going to send it to media outlets they deem worthy. Is that how I'm translating this? How else can I translate this? So for all you who have kids in FUC and all you who want information, all you out there, I'm sorry. I can't give you information from them 
because I can't get on their media list as of right now. We'll see how this develops and it's going to yeah. develop. <laughs> and um, I was told to send an email. I can, I can individually request things, but I can't get on the media list. Mm. So tomorrow, for example, December 8th, maybe some of you are behind with the podcast. They're supposed to be releasing a media press release, you know, to the anointed media outlets that are, are allowed to communicate with FUSD that, that, that they choose, mm-hmm. but I have to send an email and request that and we'll see what happens with that. So amazing, mm-hmm. amazing stuff. I did send a follow-up formally requesting to be put on the media um, list to get all press releases. I cited the nature of our business and how many people we reach out to and all the news information, guests, et cetera, et cetera, and the broad reach that this show has. Formally sent in the request. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Amazing stuff. How yeah. much is this and happening? You have a phone call in too. Oh, and I left a, I left a message for yeah. the district office, uh, and hopefully we will hear from them or the superintendent of FUSD, Mr. Michael Pensa. Yeah. Um, we shall see, and what figure out what they're doing at this point. But how much is this happening throughout many small towns and small communities throughout America? Mm-hmm. They're just preventing people from how much yeah, of this crap is happening. What they don't want you to get. Yeah, they don't want to talk to you because you're conservative leaning, even though you're a, a resident of the community. And even if you weren't, you should get the. You should be able to I get the release. I just don't see why it matters. Why that's even a rule? Why he unbelievable asked that at all? Unbelievable. Love to hear from you, especially if you're an FUSD parent, student, et cetera, et cetera, I can't get you the information, mm-hmm. special information for, for special people, I guess. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, great time to head on out to Timberline Firearms and Training, uh, best training courses that are available in, in northern Arizona. Love what they're doing there. They recently had a First Amendment issue that the Goldwater Institute has taken up against the city of Flagstaff. We've interviewed uh, John Thorpe, who's a lawyer at Goldwater, and Rob Wilson. Check that one out. That was an interesting one, how city of Flagstaff uh, has been interfering with the First Amendment and how Goldwater jumped in, and woo, mm-hmm. that one went national. So, um, you know, that, that was interesting. So First Amendment things, that's pretty important. It's number one, which Timberline Firearms and Training is um, you know a, a, a proud supporter of out there and teaching responsible firearms ownership, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's such an important thing for safety and uh, taking yourself from maybe beginner level to intermediate to expert. They have all these training courses. Go ahead and book it right now. Great Christmas present. You can get a gift card as well. Call them up, 928-526-7900. 928-526-7900 or take a quick drive check out their indoor shooting range at Timberline Firearms and Training simple drive just 5 minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall back in a minute listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show 
you turn on that heat and it ain't coming out, uh, call Gettles High Desert Mechanicals, the place Angela and I use to make sure our HVAC unit service, we've done it, uh, this happened in the summertime last, but hey, you turn it on, you don't get any heat, it's cold out, it's supposed to get colder next week, by the way, Gettles High Desert Mechanical will take care of you, they've been doing this for over 30 years, throughout central and northern Arizona, so if you're in the Prescott area, you're in the Verde Valley, you're in the Flagstaff area, they will take care of you. Gettles High Desert Mechanical. Get your HVAC service, new units as well, uh, custom design, retrofitting, all of that. 928-567-2200. That's 928-567-2200. Or go online, Gettles, G-O-E-T-T-L-S-H-D-M.com. That's GettlesHDM.com. Interesting day for sure. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to the... The second I got up this morning, he's like, you're never going to believe this. I was like, train from Tucson to Phoenix. Okay. Um, Free stuff if you have SNAP, which is food stamps. Mm -hmm. I'm like, the the list of free just continues and nothing is free. It's not just food. Yeah. It's it's expanded to everything. Eventually, it's going to be like, oh, free massages. (laughs) Right? I mean, how far are we from wait, that? Wait, wait, How do we get on that? I need to do that. I just, I just give up. I'm going to live in a cave <laughs> and collect all my free stuff, I guess. And then the, the school bus thing in Flagstaff. But that was one issue that I was like, wow, that's a big story. But then the other big story, which a derivative of that was the fact that I can't get on the press release list because yeah. I'm the wrong media. <laughs> so we'll wait to see how this, this resolves. I mean, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Uh, plus, I got some news items I want to get into. I want to get into this um, wildlife corridor thing because I think this all ties in with a misallocation of funds in America where we can't get the kids to school in the city of Flagstaff if you're high school students coming up January 4th, but the elk can get across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. And I know it's, they'll always argue it's different pots of money, but I'm like, it's all U.S. dollars. Or borrowed money, or whatever, right. you know. Or we're, let's we're get our let's get our priorities straight, so people can don't have to park at the airport. Yeah. So they're going to take the train <laughs> to go get on a plane. Yeah, but That's, they want to pay the parking. They want to pay. Literally, you have a member of Congress saying that this is going to be great. You can get to the from Tucson to Phoenix, so you can don't have to park at the airport. And then later on, says, "Oh, this is so environmentally friendly." Hey, yay, we got a problem, Houston. All right, uh, more to come. Stick around. I'll try to get my head straight. It's spinning. Hang tight. Back in just a few. This portion of the show is brought to you by Zero Res of Northern Arizona. You get your carpets clean, tile, grout, and so much more. Go to ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Hour two of the show. Angela is still here with me because we still have so much to get to. Uh... The SNAP program, mm-hmm. food stamps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we noticed this a couple years ago when we went to, it was the last time we were in the LA area, because we just went there uh, last week. You mm-hmm. were there two weeks before. It's yeah. weird. We hadn't been there maybe five, six years. I know. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, it's been quite a while. And we were going to, went to some museum or something there yeah. at the time. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it was. 
But I think I, it was like the natural history or... Yeah, like maybe some, that's what it was. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the prices have gone up quite a bit since we went there. But whatever. Yeah. You go to these places, you pay 10, 15, 20 bucks, yeah. whatever it is to you get just, in. It is what and it you know, is. It's a, yeah. It is what it is. It's usually kids at a very young age are able to get in for free. But, you know, you got a family of four, you got a family of five. All of a sudden, it gets it gets pricey. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's a struggle to get to some of these places. And you're like, okay, wait a second. I got to shell out 100 bucks, and the kids are going to be into this for like a half hour. I'm like that with it, really any museum. Yeah. I'm like, even the Louvre in, in Paris. I was yeah, like, you, you walk through, and you're like, like okay, okay, I'm, I'm good. good. How much more can I see? Yeah, I mean, I know some people love that. That's fine. They sit and stare at it for a while. I'm like, okay, I saw I, it. Yeah. Let me see the, yeah. the, the thing with the, the little one. What was Mona that Lisa. One? The Mona Lisa, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just tiny when you get to it. Yeah, like, I know. Really? And you don't even know if it's a real one. <laughs> if they got some, you know, temporary one, one up there, there or something, yeah. right? British museums. Most of those are free, though. I, I say free, you know, it's funded by British yeah, taxpayers, I guess, right? Yeah. But it's a challenge. You know, most of these places, they charge you to go in and you're like, okay, I really paid for that to walk through for 15 minutes. Well, um, that's why you pick and choose what's yeah, yeah, going to be important yeah. for you. And what, yeah. like this last trip when you're in Santa Barbara, there's a pioneer carriage carriage, yeah, is. Uh, carriage museum, museum in Santa Barbara across the street we're sitting and eating breakfast and no one says hey look there's a carriage museum yeah. across the street and I look it up and it's free I'm like ooh, I like free let's do and it and then we could go there for 15 minutes and you know you don't have to feel like you get your money's worth that's all we needed was 15 minutes had I paid for that and we like- went to the mission I looked up the um the website for the Santa Barbara mission and it was like Saturday December 2nd was a free day I'm like okay we're going That's then. Even better. Yeah. Even better. More better. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's just, so it's, it's costly. But but what we did notice in LA, and we're like, ah, California. California is so kooky, you know, was that if you have a snap card, which is food stamps, mm-hmm. used to be called food stamps, where you literally would show up at the store and you would have to peel off the stamp. Yeah. And you can stickers. only get specific items and it was separated, you know, multiple transactions. Yeah. Uh, now food stamps expanded it so much, especially during COVID. I think about a million so a million people or a million households in Arizona is a stat that I recently saw. Don't quote me on that, but something like that in Arizona are actually on the program. So it's expanded. That's surprising to me. So yeah, like one in seven. Yeah, it's expanded dramatically. And look, I don't want I don't want your kid to go hungry. I think huh. uh, you know I, I, we're all compassionate about that. But I, the problem I have with most, I'm getting to the point with almost all government programs at this point and government control is they grow to ginormous beasts. Mm-hmm. And they just keep growing and, they can't, and growing they, and growing. They don't ever scale it back. Ever. No, it's never scaled back. And then the next thing you know, it's like we are a $6 trillion federal budget and $2 trillion of it is borrowed all the time. Mm-hmm. It's That's how We've big it's We've seen it change a lot, the food stamp program with now it's like prepared foods where in the past yep. it was, you know, you couldn't get the already fried chicken or, or whatever. Yeah. And you go to Wendy's or you go to Starbucks and... You know, oh yeah, we take it there, and it so it 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 used to just be like you go get your essentials, and that's going to be enough to feed your family, your meats, your breads, milks, cheese, whatever. And now it's like, oh no, you can go to fast food, and you go get your gourmet coffees, and you get your prepared foods that are really pricey because they've already been prepared for you. Yeah, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, yeah. and it starts and, off with the the essentials, like yeah, you're saying, and. Uh, now we're getting into museums. Yeah. Okay. So we're in LA and all, we were like, if you're on snap food stamps, you get free. 
Yeah. This was, this was years ago. Well, was like, and the one that I just recently looked up, like I said, the Santa Barbara mission, we chose to go on the free day, but I looked up the admission prices just because I was mm-hmm. curious. And if you had the snap card, it was $3 entrance versus 10 or 15 for yeah. non snap. Yeah. And people. okay. I look at that stuff and I'm saying, well, the original intention was good. I don't want my kid to go hungry. I'm having a rough patch for a certain period of time for, let's say, able working age, which is most people, um, individuals or families. I'm going through a rough patch. I need a, I need a few months. Okay, mm-hmm. we can do three months on this program. You got to go out and get a job. You got to do this, that, and that. I mean, we could talk about disabilities, uh, mental disabilities, uh, physical disabilities, and Conditions where I just not going to be able to work, mm-hmm. not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could, we could get into that, but we could also get into the way it used to be done, which was through private organizations, charity and all that and say, wasn't that better? Because then you had somebody in the community really watching this stuff to make sure that it's not being gamed. Um, and I think it's really the whole system's being gamed on, on so many levels now. Uh, so let me tell you about uh, now it's, it's moved to Arizona when it comes to, Hey, now you can get into some places uh, with a snap card Mm-hmm. For free, mm-hmm. air, big air quotes on the free because I know when I said it, people are like, "It ain't free, Jeff," and I know that. I'll get to that here in just a second, but first, I want to tell you about Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management. Hey, if you're conservative and you like your investments, maybe reflect those values. You're like, I'm tired of funding companies and investing in companies that are going down the woke rabbit hole. Like Disney's a perfect example, mm-hmm. making multiple billions of dollars in losses because they make really, really crappy movies that nobody wants to see anymore because they are just like, oh, you know, we don't need a guy in Snow White or something, right? Mm-hmm. Which they've delayed now. This crappy decision. Uh, Anheuser-Busch with the whole put this dude on a can yeah, thing, right? right. Uh, if you're sick of that, why don't you call Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management. Uh, Glenn and uh, WT, they, they've created an, a new portfolio that matches your values. Uh, and they have a bunch of other stuff as well. I'm not your financial planner. I won't tell you how to invest or who to invest in, but I do rely on talking with Glenn here on the program a lot. Do um, have some stuff at WT Wealth Management personally, Angela and I do. Maybe it's worth just a conversation to see if it's a good fit for you. Uh, get a woke mitigation portfolio review at 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. Glenn Leist at WT Wealth Management, 928-225-2474. Okay, so the SNAP program, there is many places throughout the country that now utilizes the, it's called um, uh, museum f- Museums for All national program that opens the doors according to the site I went to, to snap recipients, food stamp recipients to more than 1200 museums around the United States at no cost. That's no cost to them. This is an art. Actually, I I was reading an article in the daily sun because it's, there's a place in Flagstaff that now is offering uh, this. Yeah. No cost to them. No cost to, if Angela was on snap and got in this program, no cost to her, but there's a cost. That's where, and going back to last hour, I said media biases and articles and things. That's where I get a bit frustrated in doing this for as long as we've done it is when people just parrot that. Mm-hmm. When they say no cost, there's always a cost. Mm-hmm. No cost to that particular individual. So the, right. But somebody has to pay for it. Any government program, the government does not produce anything. They take money, they redistribute it. They don't produce anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
they try to, but they often fail. They fail every time. I mean, you want to drive in the government car? No. You want to eat from the government farm? (laughs) I mean, the Soviets tried that. That worked great. Mm, Until the food ran out. (laughs) Yeah, until the food ran out and they drove out the people that actually knew how to farm, the, the private individuals. And then that all had to change eventually. But a lot of people starved in the meantime. Anyway, um, it's, it, there is a cost involved. Um, so now what you can do at the Museum of Northern Arizona, they've joined a national program uh, granting free access. This is the headline from, from Daily Sun to SNAP recipients. Uh, they're one of the 1,200 museums around the country where you just show your ID at the front desk at the Museum of Northern Arizona. And according to the Daily Sun, they will be welcomed with open arms. Uh, and it, like I said, I want your kid to go to a museum, but... I have trouble taking my kid to the museum. Well, I know. That's what I was going to say is that <laughs> you know, I, mean, like, I, what is I this? have to pay $10, $15 for the Museum of Northern Arizona yeah. times five of us if we were to go. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, newsflash, which, it's been a long time been since a I've long been time. there because, um, <laughs> you know, usually it's a field trip at school that I've yeah. gone or something like that. And we still got to pay. Yeah. And then you still have to pay for that anyway. Yeah. But um, it's just nothing more frustrating than having to pay full price while I'm also paying my tax dollars yeah. and watch the person behind me just while it's not in there Walk for free. In. Yeah. And it's like we were talking about last hour with the Flagstaff Unified School District and we can't get on the media list according to their media director guy because of the type of media we are mm-hmm. conservative. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, how much do I pay in FUSD property taxes? Exactly. How many of my listeners yeah. are, and we can't get, uh, uh, you know, go to go to that yeah. school and also pay property tax. And I can't get information. Right. What yeah. is that without begging you, please? Well, this thing about please. the museum, though, too, is that the museum has to be profitable or I don't know if they're a nonprofit or not. But, um, you know, at least break even if they're in the nonprofit realm. And yeah. Yeah. so they have to get the money somehow. So either they're going to get it from federal or state dollars, which is a.k.a. tax dollars. Or they're raising the ticket prices on everyone else. No, no. Well, they might be doing that, Angela, but they're they're getting it from federal support for libraries and museums is coming from the Institute of Museum and Library Services. Okay, so tax dollars. The IMLS. And at first when I read this, I thought, and there is one organization that's involved that um, is a nonprofit, but it looks like the funding, or at least the funding in many cases for these so-called uh, cost-free, free, um, you know, no-cost options come from, like I said, the Institute of Museum and Library Services. So I looked that up and I was thinking, maybe it's a private organization, a charitable organization. Then I'd have no problem with this. Mm -hmm. If groups of people that are doing well, if Angela and I wanted to give and say, I want people to, I want kids to be able to go to the library or the, uh, the museum or have a field trip to look, we, Olivia just went to uh, Santa Barbara to go Mm -hmm. to the Reagan ranch, Mm -hmm. right? That was funded well, it was funded by us to get over there. It wound up costing yeah. some money. But the actual hotel was funding by the Young... America's Foundation. America's Foundation. I can't remember that one. Young America's Foundation. And they get donors that are putting in money so kids can go learn about mm-hmm. Reagan, learn about the... Go to the Reagan Ranch and learn about uh, bringing speakers to talk about the uh, detrimental effects of communism and totalitarianism, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's great. It's not a government-funded... It's, it's a foundation. Pri- so if you're telling me that... Hey, your kids, your kids get to go in to the museum for free thanks to the, you know, Family XYZ and Family XYZ uh, charitable donations. Yippee. Mm-hmm. Yippee K, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I won't go to diehard route there, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's awesome. But this is coming from federal money. This is that your tax dollars. Uh, the Institute of Museum and Library Services awarded $257.2 million through grant-making research and policy development to advance support and empower America's museums, libraries, and related organizations. That's what I found out. That's not from the article. Locally. This is the problem I have with a lot of media nowadays is they, it's what's the... Remember they Paul, leave out where yeah. the funding is going to yeah. come from yeah. to well, support the museum that's letting people in for free. For air quotes, free. It's like, remember, it was Paul Harvey. Here's the rest of the story, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, where's the rest of the story? And that's where I get frustrated that the groups that, for example, can get on the media list with my local school district are also the ones that oftentimes I feel like I got to add to and say, wait a second. The follow-up question is, how much does this cost? That's always my question. That's mm-hmm. my thing is, what does this cost? Yeah, It's never no cost. It's somebody's paying for it. And that's you, the taxpayer, through borrowed money and your kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, great-great-grandkids who are going to be paying for all this stuff. Do I want kids to go to a museum? Yeah, I do. Do I want high school kids in the city of Flagstaff maybe to be able to take the bus the school bus. The school bus to their school and not have that service relinquished. Yeah, it, it, probably kids should go to school and be able mm-hmm. to get transportation there. Mm-hmm. We can argue, is their bus system and all that very efficient? Probably not. It's government run, right? But if I had to choose now, I know. And they'll, look, I, I, I've been in the, the bowels of the, of the beast and seen the, the budget process. And they have all the separate pie charts of this money goes here, this money goes here. But it's all our tax dollars in the end. And it's like, I got to choose between, okay, some kids get to go to the museum for air quotes free or kids get to go to get bust to school. I think I'm going to take the kids that get bust first. Right. Mm -hmm. Or another one we've been talking about recently is we need a new 12 and a half million dollar transfer station in downtown Flagstaff because the other one isn't just isn't good enough. Or do we bust the kids to school again? I recognize because the critics will say all different pots of money. I get that. But in the end, isn't it just one big pot of money? Yeah. That we've made rules and all these regulations yeah, on. The sales tax yeah. has to go it's here. It's all one big pot of money. tax has to go here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do I want the elk not to get smashed by a semi-truck on I-17 in northern Arizona? Yeah. yeah. Not good for the elk. Not good for the semi-truck. Do I want to spend $25 million on, a, a, on an overpass, a, 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 a game overpass? Maybe if I had all the money in the world, but would I rather have the kids be able to get to school mm-hmm. on a bus? <laughs> it's a matter of priorities yeah. and they've gotten yeah. so out of whack. They can't even, they can't even do, you know, you go to a restaurant and you ask for a kid's menu nowadays and you get a little piece of paper and like two crayons, maybe mm-hmm. they can't even do the crayon on the back of the napkin math anymore to say, this makes sense. Wait, this looks stupid when you start lining them all up together mm-hmm. and saying kids can't get bus to school anymore. Elk can get across the street. Mm-hmm. kids can't get bus to school anymore, but Hey, your kid can go to the museum for free. Yeah. What's <laughs> the priorities here? What is, is the priorities question? as a nation? This yeah. has gotten stupid Yeah, on a monumental scale. And the questions need to be asked all the time and they're not. No. And it's frustrating. Love to hear from you though. <laughs> Which priority would you pick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love a good elk, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and what's the $25 million wildlife corridor are going to cost ongoing as oh, the I was just going to say that. roots grow into the concrete substructure and start popping it up because they're going to put a tree on top, right? Mm-hmm. And man, wouldn't you want, love to be a mountain lion at the gates of that area? Yeah. If I was an animal, I'd be scared. That's like the kill zone. 
<laughs> hey, maybe you get drawn in that area. Isn't uh, Mark Howitt's out on the final day wait. of elk? Yeah. <laughs> maybe you can just get a good hunting area. All right, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments uh, in right now. All right, uh, Just Wireless has a great lineup of uh, refurbished phones for you. Great time coming up with Christmas. And I know a lot of people are strapped out there, so why would you spend... 1200 bucks on a brand new phone when you get a refurbished phone for a fraction of the cost that works great. Uh, if you have an existing smartphone that has battery problems, charging port problems, cracked screens, just wireless in Flagstaff, they'll be able to take care of you. Even if you're coming from outside the area, I know that Zach says he gets people from the Verde Valley, from Williams, all over the place. Go to Just Wireless on Milton Avenue. Right as I-17 comes in to the west side of Flagstaff, Just Wireless will take really, really good care of you. More to come. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Probably a good time to shop around your insurance policies. Call Eric Boatner at Allstate Agency. They've done a great job for my family. Saved us money, plus excellent, excellent customer service. Uh, Eric Boatner, Lisa Boatner, Allstate Agency, they're going to be able to take care of you at 928-774-8722. That's Eric Boatner, Allstate Agency at 928-774-8722. can't get like media lists and press releases, but I bet you I'm on a list. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that uh, the article mentioned on this SNAP thing with the Museum of Northern Arizona is like families, you know, have trouble going to these because kids only want to be there for like 15 minutes because they don't have the attention span uh-huh. on the side. I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's true. Yeah, it, it's true. Uh, the Dump the Trump Tour is coming to Arizona. Everybody line up for that. Liz Cheney's coming to Arizona. This, these politicians. Liz Cheney got walloped in the last election in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. A, the state that went for Trump more than any other state, I believe, if memory serves me right, in definitely 2020, perhaps 2016 as well. So she's on this, uh, she hates Trump, obviously. Oh, yeah. So she's got this tour, which coincides with the book release, of course. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. it, it has to. She needs to. publicity. Needs publicity. And it's like, um, so she's going to downtown Phoenix on January 25th. She's still toying. And I love these politicians. It's like they just put that out there. It's like if I were to say, I'm toying with running for governor. You know, if I seriously yeah. uh-huh. push that, uh-huh. right? Yeah. That would get out there soon. And it'd be, it's just like, you might not have any, and I'm not. Uh-huh. But man, they make me mad sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, you you would uh, you put that out there because people are going to pick up on it, just like I did. I'm talking Liz Cheney. Yeah. Oh, she's toying with running for president because the United States of America could not survive without someone like Liz Cheney. Yeah. At they, the helm, they do right? that all the time. All you know, the time. The um, senator in West Virginia that's like, I'm not rerunning, but Joe I'm, Manchin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's like, well, I wouldn't. You know, I'm not saying no to something else, Ooh, you know, yeah. and it's like kind of, I want to bring America together. Yeah. You know, without me, it's, it's like yeah, a, McCarthy too. McCarthy just, mm-hmm. 
announced that he's resigning at the end of this year. Yeah. He's a former Speaker of the House. I got ousted. Um, he's been in politics his whole life. That's all he knows is government, 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 government. And that's what so many people know. It's just government. What would I do without government? Praise my God, government, right? Put it mm-hmm. up there. And, you know, he says something like, well, wait till I, wait till you see what's uh, next. It's only you just know, begun. It's only just yeah. begun. It's like, please, could it just end? <laughs> Go get a job. Why doesn't he finish out his term? Though? Yeah, I Just mean, give you, it the last yeah, 11, 12 months. You couldn't finish out your term and we're going to put you in somewhere else because some offer came in right now. He's got yeah. the momentum. So I don't know what the guy's going to do, but so many of these people wind up on boards mm-hmm. or wind up on some organization that they get paid a lot to go around doing speaking tours yeah. and this and that. It's, it's, a, it's become such a scam at the cost and the, you know, non-benefit to most of the American public is what it's become. Mm-hmm. Term limits. Need term limits. I know. From your county board of supervisor to your local councils. We got it on governor. We got it on legislature. Let's, it's let's weird get how them some on. of them have it yeah. and some don't. Yeah. It should just be We need it on Congress. I say eight years in and out. And I said the same thing for, I guess we can do two on the Senate. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, can, you can go two terms, 12 years. We got term limit on presidency. Two terms. I mean, these, these people just need to go away and go become productive members of society. We're misallocating our resources where these people are doing things that are non-productive. Liz Cheney's not doing anything productive for America. Imagine if we put these people and these people just got to work and did something actually that would, you know, create wealth, create opportunities. You create wealth. You're an individual that's, you know, a lot of these people are smart. A lot of them are dumber than a box of rocks, but a lot of them are smart. Imagine if they put that effort into something else other than slimy politics all the time. I'm not mm-hmm. saying we don't need good people to run, but they become bad people after not after they're well, there for so long. Well, because they're there for they're 30 corrupted. years or 40 years. Yeah. It's too Biden. long. That's all he's known. Yeah. That's all these people know. So anyway, dump the Trump tour at Arizona Financial Theater. It is a theater, that's for sure, in downtown Phoenix where Liz Cheney will be spouting off and... You know, I mean, it really, you're going to run for president. It's almost the, 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 the Iowa caucuses are coming up. Give me a break. It's like January, right? Uh, Arizona's primary is March, uh, it's March 19th for the presidential. Yeah, I think Something so. Something like that. Mark and those, I were talking about that yesterday. It's New like, Hampshire and Iowa ones yeah. are coming up next month. Yeah, you got to get to work on that right away. So, okay, Liz Cheney, you go. She keep pushing, I guess. Hey, last year we got our blinds replaced from the Blind Brothers, great northern Arizona company, servicing northern and central Arizona. They're still working great. Yeah, yeah. They just snapped really shut. Really happy. We finally did Very it. happy. Look really good. Should have done it years ago. Should have done it years ago. Should have called the Blind Brothers. Uh, they, they know what they're doing. They're going to lay out all your options, not just the most expensive ones. It'll fit your style, fit your budget. Right now, we do have something to offer you, but this is us offering it to you. This is not a government program <laughs> or anything. This is uh, the Blind Brothers saying, hey, Mention the Jeff Horvitz show, get half off installation in addition to any other advertised specials. That's a, that's a great deal there. We had them do the installation. They did an excellent job. Get a free estimate right now. 928-634-2423. That's 928-634-2423. Or you go to theblindbrothers.com. Back in a minute.
Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, you want to do the train thing that we mentioned like an hour ago or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we got into this a little bit, but I want to go deeper on it. Um, so we've got Amtrak, and Amtrak was created in 1971. It should have been bankrupt by 1972. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we've managed, and by we, I mean the taxpayers of America, certainly ain't the riders that go on the train. I know everybody loves, I like trains. I'd love to drive well, on a train. Make sense in the yeah. right area, the right circumstance, yes. the right population. They make sense. They don't make sense anymore going from Flagstaff to Chicago. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You can jump in a car. You can take a Greyhound bus mm-hmm. if you wanted to. You could hop on a plane. I mean, it just does not make sense. It's a, it's a novelty. Mm-hmm. It's a novelty. Look, nobody's doing it because, oh, I got to get to Chicago right now. If you had to get to Chicago right now, for example, from Flagstaff, my bet is you would drive to Phoenix or take a shuttle for, I think it's 50 bucks one way, and you would find a flight for 100 bucks. Mm, <laughs> I yeah, looked it I up. I went on. I went on Travelocity. 100 and, okay, hang on, hang on. Let me get the number from here. From Phoenix hang to on, Chicago? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I got it written down here. I think it was, um, here it is, here it is. Okay, flag, let, let's go Phoenix. Uh, $137 uh, by plane. Okay. Um, from Flagstaff, it's $374. Mm-hmm. Leaves at 11 a.m. You get there 5 p.m. From Phoenix, I found one for 54 bucks before taxes. You want to look it up? Go ahead. Go on travel. I just now. haven't seen flights that low yeah. since like the Phoenix maybe LA it's $29 okay. one. Hey, maybe, maybe let's say okay. it's, let's say it's 200 okay. bucks. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. say, let's say I'm off and I wasn't calculating the taxes. I bet you uh-huh. can get there for a couple hundred bucks. Okay. Right. Yeah. If you had an emergency, are you, are you going on Amtrak or are you going on a plane? That's the well, overall question. The train takes you a long time anyway. I mean, I know people that have done it from here to LA and it still takes six, seven, eight hours. I mean, you could drive there in that time. So you're not saving any time. To L.A., yeah. 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 I'm talking like Phoenix. I, I just picked Chicago for some reason. I you know? know, but I'm saying that by the time you get there, you know, if you needed something in last minute, like yeah. you're saying, you know, you're not going to get to Chicago for three days on a train. No, it's going to take like two days. I got those numbers because I actually went to Amtrak. Um, but and it I am- seems like the train ticket would cost just as much as a flight. Yeah. Well, let's say I had to get there, you know, tomorrow or something. Um, and it's, it's an emergency. Let's say, let's say it's the 18th and I've got, um, one way and I'm going from, from Phoenix to Chicago. I'm on, I'm on Travelocity right now. Now I want to know. Now I just want to know. Um, one leaves at two 30 and gets to Chicago at six fifty six. one way nonstop three hours and 26 minutes, $87. Another one here is 136 bucks. It's just one way. Okay. So we'll go up. We'll say it's 150. There's some at 169 and Again, I'm not sure if there's taxes and stuff on top of that, but whatever. Um, if I want to go on Amtrak, um, I went on there and it was flagged to Chicago coach. This was January 8th. If I had to go in an emergency, they were sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, $137. It leaves 5.30 a.m. 
So you got to get there pretty early, unlike the plane, which is many planes going to Chicago. And it gets there Tuesday. <laughs> so it leaves it leaves Monday, gets there to, Tuesday at um, 2.50 p.m. So, you know. Okay, it's faster than I thought. Yeah, a l- okay. little faster than you thought. But the plane is quicker. plane mm-hmm. is four hours. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, if you got to go somewhere else, what if you got to go to Rapid City? Yeah. Or... I don't know, name many cities in America. Yeah, There's no trains going places. there. Yeah. So nobody's doing it for convenience. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, let mm-hmm. me get on the train. It's it's a novelty thing, going back to that. So they want to, Amtrak has been sucking in the money since uh, 1971, being subsidized. I get mixed numbers on this one, you know, maybe up to $2 billion a year in taxpayer money. So adjusted back then it was less, of course, but by today's, uh, you know, massively inflated dollars or devalued dollars, we should say. Um, $2 billion a year. How long is that? That's 30, 40, 50 plus years. So mm-hmm. we're talking hundred billion plus dollars that we've pumped into this dang thing. Jeez. We bought a lot of people cars for that. Yeah. Or just buses or something. Right. And, and so, so yeah, it's getting subsidized a, a whole bunch. And now they want to, because of so much money that the politicians passed, in DC, the infrastructure package that package that passed. Remember, what was that thing? One point two trillion or something. Mm-hmm. Can't even keep all this straight. Remember, they spent like nine trillion during the yeah. few years of COVID. Uh-huh. Apparently, there was money in there. Sixty six billion dollars heading over to Amtrak in the infrastructure bill. Mm. Wow! Right? Okay, that's a lot of money. That's yeah. a lot of cars that you could buy people. Yeah. Not that I'm proposing. The taxpayers get, but even if you have, you know, you're going to get that money. Put it into something productive. Yeah, this is like not so, put it into something that makes money, or at least is. I mean, well, okay. close to it. How much will a train line from Tucson to Phoenix cost to operate? Cost cost because they operate on the commercial tracks. By the way, I didn't. Know, I didn't. I guess I did realize that, but they have. Um, I thought it was the other way around. Apparently the passenger train has priority over the commercial ones. Mm-hmm. So they, they get priority as far as movement. So most of our goods, so much of our goods are shipped by train. You see the trains in Flagstaff and other places, Winslow, Williams, you know, they're a couple miles Every long. Day, uh-huh. Oh my. I mean, I don't know, hundred a day. I, I don't yeah. know what the numbers are nowadays, but it's a lot. That's how we ship our goods and services. And then they go on big, well, they're in a big diesel train mm-hmm. and then they go on a big diesel truck. Not a battery truck, although the, I think the train charges a battery actually mm-hmm. that runs runs the motors, but it's a diesel. Mm-hmm. It's a diesel uh, locomotive. So what happens if you dump sixty six billion and people? It's subsidized even more, so more and more people go on the train, which I don't think there's going to be that many people really. But what happens if you have a lot more train travel, and now all of a sudden the commercial railroads, you know, private organizations are pushed off and say we don't have enough um, capacity. Mm-hmm. Well, then they go on trucks. Yeah. So how does this make sense at all? So they're proposing this this line that'll go up, um, like I said, from Phoenix, uh, Tucson, Tucson, Phoenix. Um, here is Mayor Gallego. We know that people come from southern Arizona f- to fly out of Sky Harbor Airport, Gallego said. Is that the mayor? I think that's the mayor. Many of those people would prefer not to pay to park a car, so rail would be a wonderful amenity for them. Oh. Except they have to pay for the rail <laughs> ticket. I don't, I don't want to pay to park my car. I mean, but that's not your job. That's not your job. You know, it's like, okay, so I'm going to take a train from Tucson to Phoenix so I can avoid the parking. Where's the train well, let out at the, at the airport? If no, you're, you're really concerned, mostly concerned about that, then improve and expand the Tucson airport 
to allow more flights out of there and yeah. give people more options. That would that make more sense. People that live in Tucson don't have to go to Phoenix to yeah. fly out. Have you flown lately? I mean, these, these airlines are packed. Oh, yeah. Every flight is Every full. flight is packed. They finally figured out how to properly mm-hmm. do it, quite honestly, because you want a full plane and the cost per passenger for them has gone down. So, you know, it's a more efficient, if you can fly 200 people on a plane real quick versus a half empty train, I don't know, yeah. a train, these subsidized train routes. Although I'd argue that, that unfortunately the commercial airlines got subsidized during COVID. They got big bailouts. I would have let them go broke and let better airlines buy them up because mm-hmm. they weren't going to yeah. just like trash the airplanes, right? right. They were still right. going to be in service. Someone better would have run them, but it is, it is what it is at this point. Um, let's see. She goes on to say, I think most of us are probably more excited taking cars off the freeway between Tucson and Phoenix, but the benefits really extend beyond that, Gallego said. It would also better help connect our entire state to tourism. <laughs> of course, it's, it's, it, it is so good for the, our environment as well. That's Stanton added this. He's the, um, who's that, the congressman who used to be the mayor? Former mayor, yeah. Yeah. Of course, it will have a positive impact on the issues of climate change, which are really important in Arizona. Let me, let me just burst your bubble. The train from Tucson to Phoenix is going to have zero impact on the climate. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's just not going to matter. Um, got an article here from, um, who was this? Uh, I lost it. Anyway, I'll try to find the source here in just a second, but talking about Amtrak in general, um, that in 2019, an average of 15,000 miles, um, an average American traveled by automobile, 2,100 miles by plane, 1,100 miles by bus. This is the average American, right? Except for the kids in Flagstaff. That's going to go down. Uh, they traveled less than 20 miles per person on Amtrak. They're not using it. They're not going to use it. They're never going to use it, especially out west. It's not going to happen. That's because, yeah, if you're not in the northeast corridor there from D.C., Baltimore, up to Newark, JFK, you know, whatever. Yeah. You the train makes no sense. No, it makes it's not it convenient. Makes, it doesn't stop where you need yeah. it to. It takes too long. Zero sense other than a novelty item out and out. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. That's just the reality. Uh, that by the way is George Will, uh, who wrote an opinion piece in 2019 in the Washington Post. Um, I think it was 2019. Um, so yeah, they just uh, and here's another stat: Amtrak's, according to this article, Amtrak's diesel locomotives produce 167 grams of carbon dioxide per passenger mile. Bus is about 60. The airlines emit about 174 grams per passenger mile. So the bus is... difference. Yeah, the buses would be because... More, more efficient. Buses would be more efficient and also more convenient if you want to take a bus. Yeah. Because they're bringing you really point to point. They're getting into the smaller communities. You ain't, mm-hmm. you ain't running a rail line spur, you know, from Flagstaff to Page. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Right, right. It's not going to happen. But you could and get it on a bus. Yeah, you could get on a bus. It shouldn't happen from Tucson to Phoenix either because there's just not going to be enough traffic. Yeah. It's just not going to be enough. Yeah. And, and I, Hey, I would agree that the, the road from Tucson to Phoenix, that portion of, um, I 10. Yeah. It's very congested. It's a train wreck. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, you can need to add more lanes. Well, put the money towards more lanes. I, <laughs> I lived in Tucson until I was 18 and there, I even took it. There were shuttles, shuttle vans, just Flagstaff and Sedona. They, they've all got them too that take people to Sky Harbor or there's multiple stops along the way from point A to B. So 
you could expand that and get more vans going for commuters yeah. that need to go to the airport or need to go wherever and have someone pick them up. We gotta get our priorities. I mean, those straight. are already in existence. We gotta get our priorities straight as a nation. I mean, solar panels west of Las Vegas in the middle of the Nevada desert. Yeah, it probably makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Solar panels in Maine. Eh, probably not. Yeah. You know, in cloudy areas, mm-hmm. far up north, stupid. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely so, um, uh, windmills off the coast in the northeast that get waivers from the federal government on safety standards. We talked about that last week. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's hard to operate things in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's idiotic. A windmill in Kansas where it's always windy. All right, maybe. I think mm-hmm. windmills in general are a bad idea. And a scar on the landscape. Yeah, a scar yeah. on the landscape. Um, we need to be serious. This is just a, this is a joke. This yeah. is politicians having photo ops and saying, Oh, I got the train going. Everyone's like, Oh, a train is always much more efficient and always much better for the environment. Well, they just so, have it's a too much crap. money to spend. They do. I think they're collecting too much and they want to please everyone. They yep. have way too much money in their hands. Yep. And then they just say, well, th- what sounds good today? Oh, how about a train? Oh, from, a train. We got extra yeah, money. Phoenix we'll to Tucson it. because people need it. So they don't have to park their car yeah. when they're going to the airport no. to go on the plane, which is way less efficient. Yeah, you're like, uh, we're, we're getting people from Tucson to Phoenix so they don't have to park and it's good for the environment so they can get on the big plane. What? I'm telling what you. What are you talking like, about? Improve the Tucson airport. I know. Just put more flights out of there. Make it bigger. <sighs> Fly people in and out of there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We do not need a train from Tucson to Phoenix. I'm, I'm sorry. This is not a good use of money. If we had all the money in the world and nothing better to do and we're like, we got trillions of extra dollars and no debt. Maybe, but that's even, that would be a hard maybe. It's still not uh, it financially. still would not be. Would a commercial private enterprise build a train from Phoenix to Tucson? The answer is no, because they'd have one. Yeah. They'd have well, one. That's it's, what not I'm saying. it's not profitable. It's not financially prudent yeah, it's to a bad deal. do that because it won't make money. Yep. It won't be It is profitable. a bad deal. Don't do it. All right. If you want to save some money on your roof, uh, might be able to save you 90% on the cost of a roof because it's become quite expensive to replace those asphalt uh, shingle roofs. Asphalt comes from, I think, an oil-based product, by the way. It's amazing how much oil yeah. we use in this country. Anyway, uh, you got fresh roof of northern Arizona. Call Dave, who's an experienced home inspector. Uh, get a free roof inspection. Get an estimate. They got a coating system that, like I said, you might be able to save up to 90% on that cost uh, versus cost of a new roof, plus extend the life of the roof by up to six years. Here's the number. Fresh roof of northern Arizona, 928-301-9404. 928 928- 301-9404 or go to freshroofofnaz.com back in a minute listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that
This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Remember, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, to always call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928-779-4140. They'll take care of you. Get that rock chip filled so it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield. Do it right now. Don't let it spread. Plus, if you need a whole new windshield, Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street in Flagstaff will take care of you. 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. December 7th, 1941, a day that will live in infamy, Pearl Harbor Day mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I thought um, about that earlier. Yep. Um, Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Um, I've never been able to, never visited that. We, sh- we should if we get to Hawaii again. I saw it from the plane and yeah, I've heard that it. it's I, we've something talked to about see. It. It I know. It just I hasn't to, worked out with our plans yet. But it is someday. on my It is on my list, though, obviously, the memorial for the USS Arizona mm-hmm. and um, all the people that died on on that day. Uh, the first ship that um, has carried the name USS Arizona, I think, just launched recently. Yeah, I, um, I yeah I, I did I hear about that. I think it's a sub. It's a submarine. Um, yeah, if know. memory serves me right, from a couple of weeks ago. So it's the first time that something's carried that name since the USS Arizona from you know World War II era. And obviously, mm-hmm. that they changed the world. Um, yeah. It is amazing as, as time ticks by how you, you know, you lose connection with the direct, uh, you know, people that were directly involved, right, you right. know, so the people that were there or in the country at the time, in the world at the time, who fought in World War II. And that then generation that is generation is, quick. yeah, very few. And, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, I have a thing and I think there's been plenty of research on this where it's like, you know, four generations and then things start really repeating because you lose that yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we remember talking to our grandparents about World War II mm-hmm. and grandparents that may have been in the Europe, European theater or the uh, Pacific theater. Mm-hmm. But so many people never that are alive today never even had that right direct yeah. you know discussion they just don't. so even yeah. that's They've lost so yeah talk to anyone that w- went through that or so was it, alive during that time it, it does um the, the 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 history tends to fade and then unfortunately we tend to repeat ourselves mm-hmm. and and hopefully that isn't the or case, try and rewrite it <laughs> yeah or try to rewrite it yeah um but we do honor those who, who lost their life so so long ago mm-hmm. and everybody who's uh, serving in the military um, everybody who has served, if you're serving in the military, I'd love you to get in free to the, all the museums and yeah, all right. that stuff. I mean, and healthcare easily rather than what you got to go through. So thanks for all your service out there. And remember everyone, um, this is Pearl Harbor Day. Back tomorrow. Take care. See you soon.